welcome, welcome to Rapid Reviews Podcast, episode 142. I am your co-host, Kylie Wild. And my present co-host, Pete Beckett. Hello. And a very special guest today, James Alexander. I get the last name. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been doxxed on air. No. <laughs> <gotta> go, guys. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How are we all doing? Are we all well? We good? We good? Oh, yes. We are great. Right. Thank you for asking. That's <laughs> very good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. Now I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm very, I'm very excited to be here. I've been. Uh, I know it's took. I've uh, been a few delays, but I'm, I'm very glad we got around to um, getting ready. I'm drinking so much water, and I know I'm gonna. Just... I have to take a break later. <laughs> <laughs> I think the expression racehorse is going to come to mind. Yeah, it's just, no matter how much I drink, I just can't be sated. I can't be sated, guys. <laughs> I'm in danger here. Oh, man in the desert. Um, <laughs> it's how it feels, yeah. <laughs> well, if our lovely, lovely listening audience, as well as our viewing audience, couldn't tell, James is a voice actor. I don't know what the first hint was, but yes. <laughs> so we will be exploring... The wonderful world of voice acting. Um, we'll now, certainly try. <laughs> we'll, we'll attempt it. We'll do, it's be we'll do our best. Do our best, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden he loses his voice and it cracks and it's gone. <laughs> um, Why now, would you wish that on someone of his voice? No, That's I don't like wish the worst injury. It's have. all I have. <laughs> I have nothing but my vocal cords. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's all I have, okay? But even though the boys uh, kind of took over a while ago, I'm still going to do my usual intro. Every week, I like to ask our guests how they're doing. <laughs> so, James, how's your week been? My week? How's it been? I... Let's think. So, I did a recording for a game, which I've done a few sessions on. Which is exciting. Going to London to uh, record is always exciting. So I oh, yeah. can't tell you what that is. I can't even give you a hint to what it is. It's a game. That's about as far uh, as you can say. Fifty percent there. It's a game made by by with like redacted. Um, uh, yeah. So I did that earlier in the week, and also uh, today I was at work in my. Um, I guess I shouldn't say exactly what I do for work, but I work. I have an office job on the weekend. Oh no, I've doxxed myself. And also on, on Saturdays, I also teach uh, a youth uh, acting academy. So, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it's bits, bits and bobs, you know, but, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, you know, slowly freezing to death and staring at the bill. As it right. Oh, gradually higher and higher. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The joys of UK living during the cost of it. Abs absolutely. Cost of yeah. It costs so much these days. It's ridiculous. But, um, but other than that, I am I'm great, thank you. I'm good. How how are you? <laughs> well, thank you for me. asking. No, thank you for asking. Uh, I usually go last. Um, <laughs> I'm great. Uh, for our listeners and watchers out there, uh, they know that I am a gym rat. Nice. And on Friday, I did my first like professional level workout nice and it was awesome and i did awesome and i love it now tomorrow's workout is nothing i can do so that'll be fun <laughs> <laughs> it's, you gotta start at some point so even if you yeah. can't do it i'm sure well, you... it's like, friday i was the conquering champion 
Uh, today I go or tomorrow I go in as the complete noob who doesn't know what the heck she's doing. So you, you gotta start somewhere, you know. This is, you this is how it goes. You probably do better than I do because I, uh, oh yeah, just I'm just a, a piece of paper, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, have you seen me? I'm clearly the pinnacle of health, you know. And, and, and do you, do you have you seen me? Yeah, <laughs> 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 I might be able to squeeze a little bicep there. You know? <laughs> if I move on my bodily mass to my arm, it might just, you know, <laughs> might just represent a bicep. A child's bicep, but a bicep nonetheless. <laughs> Uh, so Pete, that leaves you. How's your week been? Feels weird being last, did it? I know, right? <laughs> Pretty first actually, Get used to it. <laughs> Remember, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> my time has come. <laughs> yeah, my week's been all right. It's just been very busy. Been working all week. I had to work over the weekend this weekend as well. So, bit Fun. of a rarity. So, mm. uh, other than that, uh, been thoroughly preparing for game of the year so i've managed to buy another Ooh, game yeah. to play this time i am playing sifu oh yes have you started it yet yeah uh, i bought it today because it was on sale oh, okay. so i'll be starting it at some point over the next couple of days it's exciting i've heard it's very good i've not played it myself but i've heard it's i've heard very good, good things about yeah it. yeah uh it was one of those games that I looked at and I went, oh, I need to sort of get involved and play this before game of the year to see if it's actually going to come up in my list. Because, Have you got any contenders so far, please? Oh, I've I've got three that are strong contenders for me, but I won't reveal them to uh, uh, to oh. the audience yet, but I can reveal to them afterwards. Uh, fair well, since yeah. I'm hosting, I can already tell you what my game should be. And I haven't even played it yet. Go <laughs> That's very <laughs> uh, Oh god, she's showing the go like this again. I love him. What it's is amazing. this? Amazing. Uh, Goat simulator. simulator. Oh yeah. What, 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 is, what is this? <laughs> no, it's the it she showed yeah. it last week because it was like um it's an early Christmas present. So Oh. Yeah, uh, but I love it was the fact that she decided to, to to show the fact that it has go anus. Oh, go, oh, go. Yeah, we start with the the best, you know, <laughs> best part. I love that they like manufactured this. Someone in a factory somewhere was stitching this for it money. Gotta be anatomically correct, you know. Like, oh, I've always put a rule down in my house: if you're gonna buy a plushy toy of an animal, it's gotta be anatomically correct, you know. I, I've got a giant plush here of Crash Bandicoot from my childhood. Oh. You think it's anatomically correct? It's not. Check out yeah. those shorts. <laughs> what are you hiding there, Crash? Show me what you got. Oh, is that why they call you Crash? <laughs> Crash. Where's your wumper fruit, Crash? Where is it? <laughs> okay, yes. I'm never no, going to play uh, Crash again uh, think yeah, of anything uh, else. Thanks for that. No. You're most welcome. <laughs> 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 uh, so Nana in the chat says I've been good just watching the World Cup right that's like big news yeah that's I don't watch football at all because just my brother got all the football genes which is which is fine but I do know that we are we just finished battle with our transatlantic cousins and we both drew and we both drew so England's very annoyed about that because it should be like oh come on mate they should be able to beat the US easy but evidently <laughs> And you're not. Soccer, like, we, we, we played better than you. 
Yeah. We play better soccer than you. Soccer. <laughs> no, I'm actually not joking. They were better than us, and I was absolutely fuming about it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna probably regret asking this, but what is a draw? Is that a tie? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Draw. Yeah. Yeah. It was a draw, mate. Yeah. It was a draw, so, mate. Uh, <laughs> the, draw. the spoils were shared. Yes, yes. You oh, see that ludicrous okay. display last night? <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's too real, Roy. It's too real. Yeah. Oh, it's too Arsenal, real, Roy. They're too always real. trying to pass the ball <laughs> into the net. <laughs> what was he thinking of sending Wenger on that early? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we could quote IT crowd. <laughs> Big fan of IT crowd. Uh, yep, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Very big. Uh, uh, just, let's see. Uh, no, they just put James. I only watch the World Cup because it's the only thing on. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been watching Doctor Who again from the start. Christopher Eccleston's uh, oh, run on it. Yeah. We're just on David Tennant at the moment. He's, he's a second series, and Wednesday on Netflix as well. The Adam Sumley thing, which is it's okay. I, I was gonna say I haven't started it yet. I okay when they initially were doing the previews, it looked cool, but yeah. now more stuff's coming out, and it's like I don't know. I don't. Think yeah, it's gonna be... she looks. She's uh, Jenny Ortega's fantastic as Wednesday. Yeah, she looks amazing. Brilliant yeah. job as a, but everything else, I'm kind of bit like. Mm. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I lost uh, interest yeah. in that when I saw that Tim Burton was involved, and I'm like, yeah, probably He's the perfect hit person to have. Yeah. To do you Wednesday like him or you don't? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like. He has the interest, the but. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. His stuff was better back then than it was now, but it doesn't mean he, you know, he won't come back. But right, yeah, more recently. Plus, yeah. Brienne of Tarth isn't there, so. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brienne of Tarth isn't there. Yeah, so I usually am like, okay, I'm there. Um, but <laughs> the tall I, woman. Exactly, big one. Sorry, yeah. Big one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just like. Mm, uh, I don't think I'm gonna watch it. But um. Fine. But again, every week I say this, I'm Pete. Eventually, you're going to watch it, Andor. You got to watch it. I do need to watch Andor. I've oh, heard yes. very good things about it. It's very good, very good, very good. Uh, has um, the series at least finished now? It has well, finished. I think. The, yeah, like the okay. the season finale. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. It means yeah. I can actually binge watch it and not have to right. worry yeah. about anything more to come. Nothing worse than waiting to watch a series and getting like six out of eight episodes of the series and then you somehow catch up before the final two episodes are out and you're like spins didn't oh, work yeah. that was me with Peaky Blinders oh. yeah it's such a strange world that we live in now it's like it 10 is, years yeah. ago we were like oh yeah we have to wait for the like a week mm. for the next episode oh, yeah, yeah. Sucks, for Game we of talk, Thrones we talk you know yeah. no, now it's just like I'm not waiting more than two minutes for yeah. the next episode thank you <laughs> I won't allow it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that that concludes the intro of this show. Jolly chat to you know yeah. start things yeah. out. Um, like no, it comes back to a podcast, like or someone that you spoke to spoke about ages ago, Kylie, wasn't it? The way they said bantering podcast shouldn't exist. I'm oh like, yeah, no, there was a vote. Yeah, people are like they did a poll should banter exist or not and a lot of podcasters were like no banter shouldn't exist but like all the listeners were like yes please yeah yeah like like on our the podcast we do it's basically it it almost revolves around it being banterish all the way right. through so i think mm -hmm. and i think it shows kind of the relationship between the hosts better if there's 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I get there's like very educational podcasts where it's like, you know, a history lesson, which is fine, you know, because, mm. you know, but um, I guess there's, there's a podcast out there for everyone, though. So, you know, if you don't like banter, yeah. go somewhere else, you know, but <laughs> I, I like it. You know, I, like, I, like I, I love I love banter. So um, I. I really do. I wouldn't have the show any other way if it wasn't some banter at the start. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Uh, I got a little echo there. Um, give me two seconds because my brain is not functioning yet. It's okay. Oh, it's the wine. <laughs> you know what? Say, it literally fishy. actually is. <laughs> well, at, le at uh, least it's not the whiskey from last week. Oh my Ooh. gosh, I don't think I can do that again. <laughs> that was crazy. Because, see, I'm on keto and whiskey's keto, but wine isn't. And I'm a wine drinker and whiskey was just too much no i don't really drink whiskey to be honest it's it was too much like yeah. one little whiskey and coke was okay <laughs> i think i had like three uh, so... welcome Where's to sunday night so... recordings yeah, yeah. i was gonna say um <laughs> got work tomorrow <laughs> no i i have a workout tomorrow i don't know oh. what i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say it was even worse when it was sunday afternoon yeah. oh my god yeah exactly um okay so uh we're going to swiftly move on and i'm yes. actually gonna turn this over to pete for a second uh he's gonna explain a little bit more about who james is and what he's doing here well, <laughs> please say... tell me okay <laughs> we have him hostage tied up for our well, listeners at home who can't see <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, let me introduce our guest, but why don't why don't James introduce himself? You know, oh, I can, no, I, can only, I can already go so far and say I've done a little bit of research on you, but I would rather. Well, hear it from I'd like to know what the research is, but well, yeah. uh, scrolling through your IMDb page. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh really done that. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, my name is James Alexander. I'm. <laughs> to say my age, I was born in the year of now. Um, uh, and I'm a voice. Uh, I'm a voice actor uh, for mainly video games, but I've done the art of bit of uh, animation as well. I've been in the, I guess, in the business you could say for about officially five years from when I started pursuing it, but f full on for about uh, about a year. Uh, but yeah, the most in terms of the most uh, work I've had, it's been about a year so far. So mm -hmm. five overall, one kind of full-time <laughs> so uh yeah and uh yeah i um i do voices in games you may or may not know and it's a lot of fun i'm very lucky to uh be a part of it well wow, it's weird when you someone asks you to explain what it is you're doing you're kind of like uh i can't talk yeah <laughs> but that's um that's kind of the longest short but yeah i'm james alexander i'm a voice actor Perfect. There you go. Okay, so, hello. Um, hello, hello. Right, so my first question is, how did you get okay. involved in the uh, in voice acting trade? Right, so... So the interest in voice acting's always been there as a kid. Like, I, always, I was always mimicking voices in games and making what my family would deem weird noises. Which is fair. <laughs> completely fair. And, uh, yeah, so I always grew up... Like, I played... Like, Time Splitters was a big... Because there were so many characters in the game with weird voices and stuff like that. Like, you had... You know, like oh, we go like Cortez and all the privates and Robofish, which the noise made was Bleh! that was the noise he made, and I was like, I can replicate that. <laughs> hey, Dad, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, 
so yeah so for a good few years you know just loved mimicking voices from games and then uh the the, the true like time to start it wasn't like a an a, a lucky opportunity and like that i was i was about two years into working at the supermarket aldi and i said to myself i need to go i just left uni and i kind of you know come went straight out of uni into uh, working at aldi and uh i was like i need to you know at least pursue something that i think i might better do you know at least try and do something creative in that regard so i went to uni i did like media production so i did radio and um and i got into hospital radio so that was a good like a uh, port for doing voice voices and they'll voice over me more than anything they weren't really for care it's a hospital radio so i don't think uh yeah. people who are ill in bed would, would appreciate it guess what everybody good evening i know you're feeling ill how's it going guys i don't think they'd uh, i don't think they'd appreciate uh anything like that so we did that and then um i started looking into how to kind of start getting into like the voiceover market in the the, uh, the uk or in general and then it was this massive case of trial and error of seeing, you know, of avoiding pay to, you know, apply to job websites because there are some, and I was part of one at the start because you're like, I need, I need to have opportunities somehow, and then, um, so yeah, it started with me, me buying a mic. Well, my my dad bought me a microphone for Christmas, which kind of uh, was a decent. It was a Zoom H four M Zoom recorder, which was you know good good quality and good to take about with you, and then it was just kind of slowly building up like a profile online and a big thing is recording a reel so i wrote a reel of characters like animated characters and i'm sure if i listen back to it now i'll be like <laughs> but um <laughs> it was uh, so I, I did that and then i put it on like an acting profile online and then you just you just look for various uh, like opportunities online mm -hmm. and eventually i did an audition for a game through facebook and it was uh, of all places weirdly and yeah, and I did this audition, and like most auditions are about one to two minutes long for voiceover, depending on the script. My first one I did was thirteen minutes long, and I was like, I said to the guy who did, it, I was like, "Is this a bit too long?" He's like, "No one's going to listen to a thirteen-minute audition." So I was like, "Okay." So I cut it down massively and uh, <laughs> sent it off, and uh, I got two voiceover roles for bosses. I got one voiceover role for two characters in a game called Wolverblade. Which was out on the Nintendo Switch. I think it's on PC and consoles now. That came out in 2017, and that was yeah. That it started with that, and then it was just you know year after year looking for opportunities, trying to build networking. Because networking, as you know, is it's it's not yeah. a fast it's not a fast thing you can do. It 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 takes no. time. You can't rush a relationship <laughs> with the person. So you know just. No. <laughs> just doing what I can, being as nice as I could to people, and just trying to build on my skills, which I'm still doing now. I don't class myself at the the top of my game. But I'm actively always trying to, you know, get better at certain things, stuff like that. That was a very long answer to one question. I'm sorry, Pete. No, you're right. I, I'd rather have the detail. It's always a, it's much better to have the detail because then you can sort of go from there, really. Uh, well, Pete, I just got into it, didn't I? I sort, I sort of just fell into it, you know. I, I just got, got into it, you know. I posted something and that was it. I went, I like your chords, mate. Come into the studio. <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> Okay, so so you said that the yeah. first game that you worked on was uh, Wolverblade. Uh, Wolverblade, yes, uh, yeah. W U L V E R B L A D E. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, it's like a side a side scrolling. Um, it was a side scrolling like a slasher hack and slash about the battle between the barbarians and the Romans back in back in the day. Hmm, and uh, you played as these barbarians, yeah, and I I played the final <laughs> boss. 
think I was the final boss. No, tell a lie. I was three bosses in it and a few of the um the miscellaneous enemies. Yeah, I was like the yeah. first, maybe the second boss, and then the final boss. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, was, uh, from my was, research, was I did cool. see that there was three characters that you were playing in that game. He's fat checking me. He's fat so, checking me, guys. So the Primus <laughs> Pilus, uh, and Oh yeah, 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 uh, Primus Pilus. Yeah, oh the, yeah, God. the Dubini Champion, King Artal, uh, Miscellaneous, and uh, yeah. Primus Pulis. So it was pre Primo Centurion, Primus Pulis of the Ninth Legion. Yeah, he was a uh, he was he was a lot of fun to uh, play. I, I I like him. I like Primus Pulis. Okay, kind so. of end up always getting characters who have similar vein, which are nasty men in power. <laughs> yeah. So uh, from IMDb, I saw that there were two other entries before that as Fractured Space and Monitor the Game. Oh, yes. Good point. Um, so Monitor the Game was uh, made by a lovely fellow called Dave Jones, who uh, started work. He actually started working at Codemasters for a bit, and now he's moved on to somewhere else. I think he's working on... I can't say what he's working on, actually. But um, yeah, so so that was that was a project he made himself at home. It was an indie project. Oh, that's so cool. And um, it was basically like this uh, like kind of crime thriller story. I played a character called Jay in it. There may be one more, but I know Jay was the main one I played. And he was kind of like this... I think he was an assassin who was kind of a bit jaded by the whole assassin game which is understandable um so yeah that that was um that was a lot of fun i did yeah I did monitor and i did like a little add-on called alex's story which he did to run off which is more focused on jay that was a lot of fun yeah that was uh, one of the first ones and uh in terms of fractured space so fractured space was that was my first uh role working with pinewood studios back when they uh did a game recording it's now since been moved to molinaire in soho but um so Fractured Space was fun because it was a Halloween update for the game. Uh, I think support for Fractured Space is it's, it's not a dead game, but they're they're no longer releasing more content for it. Oh, okay. But it it was uh, two characters. One was called um, Frank Torrance and Max Damien, and uh, they were like this evil kind of almost kind of like Chaos from Warhammer kind of uh, these. They were called the Darkness, I think they were called. And they come from they come from space. And they were like humans, but I think they'd been trapped in space and they got warped by this certain entity or energy. So um, one was like, Max Damien, I dabble with jump cores. And uh, Frank Thomas was like, the darkness has been summoned. So it was all like nice and spooky for Halloween. So that was a, <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah, I have to say, I'm rather impressed with your knowledge of the characters you have played. I, I, I like on. Yeah, yeah I, I like to, you know, I think it's... I mean, obviously, there's voice actors there. They've got like 400 credits, which is amazing. And if they yeah. remember it more fair play, but I, I think it's it's the least I can do is at least honor the fact that I had these opportunities by remembering some basic information on what the game is. So, um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is cool though. And I'm, and I'm very grateful for every opportunity I've been given mm -hmm. because you know I'm incredibly lucky to be in the position I am in so far. So, uh, yeah, I, I try try and remember as much as I can. <laughs> so. Uh, from what I can see here, the next game that you ended up working on was called The Pagan King. Ah, Pagan so, King. So that so, that isn't... Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that isn't a game. The Pagan King was a... Um, was it a Danish film? Ah. But it was, a it, was, it was a film. It was called The Pagan King on some releases, and it had another name as well. Uh, but basically, that was an NADR job. So... The actor who played the role of Sakans in it, who I did the voice for, mm -hmm. basically, so he he filmed all of his stuff. He you know, he he did the hard part, and um, basically, in I think the sound was bad on every scene he was in, 
in post-production. So right. they got... Because he couldn't come in. Because I know they were getting most of the actors back because before I went into the studio... Excuse me. It was around Christmas time, I did it actually, a good few years ago. And I went in and one of the actors in the film come out the studio as I went in. So I was like, oh, they're getting you know, the original actors in. But for some reason, the guy who played Sakans in the film, he couldn't make it. So they replaced all of his dialogue with my voice. Oh, and gosh. I, I feel kind of bad about it because I wasn't aware of this. I thought I'd be doing background voices of people screaming. <laughs> but no, I actively replaced this man's entire performance vocally. God. And but it was fun though. It, it was a long one. I think it was a, a long one, but it was worth it. I mean, I remember because spoiler, spoiler, he dies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Pain King by now, guys, you know, get with get the times. <laughs> and, uh, Statue of limitation ah. for spoilers is long gone. At yeah, this point, yeah, yeah. I think. The Pagan King was five years ago. Right now. <laughs> no, and, uh, now I'm gonna watch it. And uh, yeah, and we did. I was quite cool because I, I suggested, oh, maybe if he's dying, we should record it with him lying on the floor, so it sounds more. Because you want you want to essentially adapt the action on the screen. You know, if someone's going charging, I'm just like, uh, uh you know, it needs to be. I, I was thinking so. <laughs> you know, they're going like, ah, uh, uh, you know. So it's a bit. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, oh, let's lie on the floor and like do it that way. And to be fair, the guy in there was he was very into it. So yeah, that that was like that's that's the only that was my first like outside of. Um, video games I've done aside from like a documentary as well. There's a mini documentary by Fuji Film around the same time where I was doing again doing the voice of a person, but wasn't his voice. And arguably, I was a bit too young to be the guy's voice, but I made it work. <laughs> so, what, what kind of character were you playing for that one? Is it like a so middle-aged gentleman or something? Yeah. Well, basically, it was a, a little documentary <laughs> about the Isle, Isle of Sky for Fuji Film, and they got this I can't, a European photographer called Oliver Worley. I'm not particularly versed in the world of photographers, but he, he was a nature photographer, and he was. It's him driving about, and the guy looks about 35, 40 in the thing, and I was about 25. <laughs> doing it. I mean. You know, like it, it's, I, you know, I say it still works, but uh, yeah. So I did the English voice. So I was like, my name is Oliver Worley, and I love photography, oh and the Isle of Sky is a beautiful place. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's nice and serene. But I'm looking at the guy, I'm like, yeah, some people's vocal cords don't mature. So yeah, yeah. maybe that's that's what it does. But then I watched like a, a version of it recorded, I think actually by him, and he's like. Yeah, it'd be a lot more. Um, I think it was kind of Scandinavian. He was like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was still a lot of fun to do, and I'm still very proud of it. I'm, I'm acting like there's always this downside to all my jobs I've done. I'm like, no, no, it's like they wouldn't have hired me if they thought it was a bad idea. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah, so, so yeah, that, that was one, yeah. Um, I don't want this to feel like I'm just basically essentially just going down your own DB. I, I, don't, I don't mind. But I'm happy to talk about it. You ask what you want to, well, obviously. within reason. So, within reason. <laughs> um, so the next thing that I could see that was on your list from 2018 was being involved yes. in quite a, what I would say is quite a major video game franchise with Hitman 2, where you did quite yep. a lot of additional voice work for that. So yes. uh, can you tell me how you actually got uh, come to be involved with that like, and with IO yeah. Interactive? Well, so this was uh, first thing. It was recorded at Pinewood Studios again, back when they were doing games. And the audition, when you audition for something, you never really know what it is. 
unless they leave some quite noticeable lore things in there and you're like hey i know what that is which is sometimes is worse because you get more excited about wanting to be involved with it but they, yeah. they were looking for american accents uh for a crowd um scene crowd scenes even okay. so it was interesting so there was it wasn't for that game at least that i was in the studio with about 20 other people it was like a mass recording but it's still classed as additional it's a classed as crowd additional voices yeah and additionally is you record a singular line but for a character npc walking about crowd is everyone going oh my god so um so we get in there and we're all like oh i wonder what this is and then they put this picture of hitman on the screen and i'm like yes so that was uh, <laughs> yes I've, yeah. I've made it no no <laughs> oh, damn it you ruined my question i was gonna say it was at the moment you were like i finally made it <laughs> oh no i don't think i'll ever have that moment but uh yeah it'd be nice yeah but, no but <laughs> so uh yeah so we were in there and basically they're like right so we've got all these different levels we've got one like a racetrack in a neighborhood I can say that because the game is out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hold on, am I allowed to say this? And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so they did that. And then, so how it would go is they'd be like, right, so at this point we want general crowd ambience for like a race court. So they put into like groups of like three people and they walk oh, about wow. this boom mic and you're like, well, I'm really excited to see the race today. Like, oh, that, that Mirage is going to crush it. Like the way it spins those wheels. It's like, yeah, dude, it's really great. And then, so they go about just listening to you uh, like recording and then they'll do one like, okay, now everyone sound a bit more worried. We want worried sounding. So you're like, you see that bald guy with the bark on the back of his head? That's it's really weird, right? Nah, don't worry about it. It's absolutely fine. And then like, <laughs> it said, then it's like, escalate it to just nightmarish panic it's like yeah <laughs> you know so like uh but different states of kind of rest amongst the crowd and then oh, it would okay. be the odd line like hey look at that guy over there hey get out of my way and stuff like that you know so, so i'm guessing that was sort of based on the different sort of alert system uh, absolutely yeah and it'd be like uh you can't come through here and then it'd be like how many times are you gonna tell you you can't come through here and they'd be like what the hell are you doing here yeah i mean kind of like up and down and then the odd death scream and stuff like that so yeah Kylie can I ask you how's the American accent pretty close I'm, yeah, I wouldn't question it it's 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 been a while since I've, I've done an American accent properly but um, I'm trying to keep it as uh you know you know as uh, realistic as possible so <laughs> I just um, speak real slow yeah, like that yeah. and yeah. put lots of ums in it yeah I won't notice um, <laughs> I'm American yeah sure sure why not? I'm I've got a passport. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the, uh, the earliest accents I kind of focused on because of watching films and mimicking them. There wasn't ever a period right. where I was like, yeah, it's just kind of like it just kind of come a bit more naturally to me because I was like, I've been doing this in my, my I've been doing this my entire life playing games. It's easy. <laughs> then you got to do the southern one a bit more oh, like no. this. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> you know, so that's all. That's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> Texas. I was gonna say, is that feel like being back at home? <laughs> Sweet memory. <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't. No. I was. I wasn't I... briefed. I wasn't. No. Briefed. No. Yes. I. No, I blame Pete. I blame. You're no, part of the goddamn plan. <laughs> oh, I kid you not, though. I said this before on the show. Uh, Red Dead. Um. Oh, I forgot his Roger name. Clark. Roger Clark, thank you, Pete. Roger Clark, I don't know how he did it. He's an Irish-born yeah. guy that was raised in New York. He did an accent that was 
identical to where I'm from, which is East Texas, West Louisiana. I don't know how he pulled that off, but it is bam. He's an incredibly talented Amazing. individual, though. I mean, oh. he's 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 changed how most people say the word boy or good boy, good girl. <laughs> now everybody's going, good boy, good girl. What the hell are you doing around here? <laughs> yes, everyone's just doing that. Now. No, <laughs> Uh, unless you unless you didn't play Red Dead and you've played God of War instead and you've just got Christopher Judge's boy. Boy. Let's see. Now, what stands out about both of those actors is that they're doing mocap as well as the voice. Yes. yes. Um, Full performance so, capture. Is what performance capture. There you go. Uh, James, do you ever see yourself doing something like that? i've done it once for something i can't talk about i can tell you the great story behind how i kind of got the job okay yeah so uh for beep i uh basically i got the audition and at the time i was working as the postman at the Royal Mail. Right, yeah. This was about, about three years ago now. And uh, so I get a message saying, listen, it's really urgent. Get your audition in ASAP. And I'm like, oh, excuse me. Um, I was like, <laughs> right, okay. Kind of about to start delivering on like one of the most difficult walks. And I'm not saying this to make myself sound better. It was like one of the most hated like routes in the office. And I was like, how am I going to do this? So <laughs> what I did was I had the microphone. It's the middle of January or December. Oh, uh, February, sorry. I was like, what? Gosh. It's freezing. What the? I, I can't do it, but it's an opportunity. Yeah. Cause I, I wasn't aware it was mocap. I was just aware that it was, you know, like a job. Yeah. And uh, so I. <laughs> so in between <laughs> posting letters through people's letterboxes, I was ducking like into people's alleys and going, like, look over there. The rebel plane. Oh my God. You know, and then I'd be like, right, that's one line down. Move to the next one. You'd be like, everybody keep your head down. Follow me. Next house, a few more doors. Another alleyway. What are you doing? Get out of there. And then <laughs> keep going. And then and and then I edited it into a video. Uh, I sent it off. And then I was doing like a full day of posting as well. So I sent it off and I was like, it's the best I could do. And then I was doing like an evening shift at uh, the post office as well. So I was I was dry, I was doing like pickups and then I, I had the oh, sudden strange urge to uh check my junk mail. I mean I do I do anyway, you know, like if you're doing voice acting you should always check your junk anyway. But and then I had this email saying Hi James, so this is what we want to offer you and I was like and I saw oh. it was related to the thing and we're like, uh can you be on the plane to Sweden tomorrow morning? I was like <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, just, you know, just strange, just sheep-like noises coming out of my, my throat. Yeah. And, you know, like, it was, it, yeah, and that was, that game was an American accent. That's all I'm going to say. And the entire cast were actually American as well. I was like, Oh, <laughs> So I was there for about four days, and it's it's only you know it's it's not like a main character anymore. But I don't expect I don't expect no. to be given main character roles. You know, I'm just happy to be part of it. And um, yeah, recorded. And just just as I got back, 
lockdown, the first lockdown began. Oh, While wow. we were there, one of my co-stars, his wedding honeymoon oh. got cancelled oh, because no. of COVID. Mate, it was, it was scary because my wife was like, listen, oh. you've got to get back soon. Yeah. <laughs> you not be able to get back. So... Oh. Um, so I'm based in Birmingham, so I got to Birmingham. Uh, well, I say base. I'm I'm from Birmingham. I live in Birmingham. Uh, docks and uh, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, basically we yeah got to the airport and it was all very 28 days laterish there. Yeah. Aside from the the running bleeding rage zombies. And no, but yeah, that, and yeah, well, not yet. Anyway, not as aware. Of. <laughs> Yeah, that was insane. Like the the turn because oh. usually most auditions, you know, it varies on how long it takes to hear back from. But this was like a matter of hours, and then you know the stress of editing. My phone was about to die as well. And I was like, oh my god, I got to get auditioning. And then, oh. and then we went. Yeah, that was Sweden for four days, which was incredible. I mean, you know, I've not. That's the first time I've been abroad for a job, and maybe the last. Who knows? You know, you can't. You can't tell. But. I will forever remember it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will, yeah. So how did how did your oh work actually react to the fact that you needed time off pretty quickly for that? Oh, you thought I told them that I needed to get... I was just like, I am ill. <laughs> one thing <laughs> I've exactly? learned... Well, yeah, one thing I've learned is that if, even if people are aware of what you... like, Because it got out of jobs that I was voice acting, whether I told them or not. But they're like, oh, we understand you need time off for this job. Because like, when I worked at Aldi, we had like professional piano players, musicians, uh, very talented, you know, people. Oh, definitely. Not that, you know, not having a creative, you know, outlet doesn't make you, you know, not creative because you know, people are talented no matter what. But, um, you know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, if you need time off to do a gig, just let us know. And as soon as you mention it, they're like, uh, why? Uh, why? And it's like, oh. So I just turned around and be like, oh, I was ill. So for, and I, I did get a bit in trouble with Rome. Rom they were like, yeah, you've passed your threshold for sickness. And I was like, oh, you've got, yeah, it's like if you have another, have another sickness in six months, you're uh, basically go to like stage two of disciplinary. And I was like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it. Absolutely. Yeah, worth it. yeah absolutely. I think, I, I think I'll take that disciplinary for the uh, four days of being in Sweden. <laughs> Yeah. Which I couldn't say. So where were you when you're ill? Uh, 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 Stockholm. <laughs> this is a special doctor. I went to a fancy clinic in Stockholm to get over my chest infection. Yeah. I have Stockholm syndrome. It's a specialist thing. Well, the funny, funny thing is, we tried to phone you and we had an international dialing tone. <laughs> oh, my phone's been very... Oh, it's been playing up a lot lately. Someone stole it. Someone called my number and used it elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it keeps happening all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, that was an incredible experience like just, oh, it was. yeah it was, it was absolutely mad so um your next uh, i'm gonna skip a couple of <laughs> a little bit ahead because there's a couple of things notable on here that i want to talk about okay. the first one is what i wouldn't say it's your first foray into movies because obviously you've done a couple but i would say it's oh yeah maybe one of the biggest ones that you've done is rocket man Rocket Man, oh, yeah. Goodness. So Rocket Man was again. Uh, it should be down as just like sound department additional voices. Additional I'm voices, yeah. That's so, fine. I, yeah. I haven't sold myself. Yeah, I haven't put like because there's one guy's on IMDb. He's got, <laughs> so I, I, for a while, I was like, I want to. I mean, I'm not officially credited, but I was like, I want to at least have it down. That I, you know, I did work on it, and like I looked at the IMDb because I kept on getting rejected, and then there was a guy who was credited as cool guy, and I was like, come on, <laughs> the cool guy gets it. And, <laughs> additional voices anyway so uh yeah that was um 
that was very cool. We basically spent the again, it was a crowd job, so I was about with another twenty people. We spent the entire day just singing out and John, singing no, out and John. Cool. But but cool. again, various degrees. So it'd be like Rocket Man, burning. That's nice, you know, nice thought. And then they would do Benny and the Jets, and they'd be like, "We're just screwed." So he'd be like, "Benny, Benny, Jets." And then at the end of the day, he'd be like, "Jesus Christ!" But um. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and because uh, we were, I think we were part of like two or three sets of people, so maybe sixty people in general. There's a lot of like gig scenes in it and concert scenes, so you'd need a lot of people to you know do something like that. And then we got in, and after we came in for the first, someone was like, "Oh, you're the lucky bunch. You just missed out doing the audio for an orgy." And everyone was like, "Huh." <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no! I was like, oh, great. So yeah, we spent most of the day. We spent most of the day doing um, just singing out and John again. The odd bit of like crowd fussle and bustle, you know. Oh, can't wait to watch out and John. Blah 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 blah. But no orgy sounds. None. Yeah, just the darn it. Not yet. <laughs> there I was hoping for range with an with an orgy I scene. <laughs> I practiced no, my entire I... life for this role. <laughs> 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 oh, the things I could say. Ah, uh, no, that that. Sorry, crazy. I don't want to. I don't want to drag down the uh the rating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we kept it fairly PG. Well, we have we're actually better than normal. Well, better than last Pete? week, where where Kylie just decided to randomly shout cock for no reason. Oh no, so. there's no no there's there's an actual. I'll be shouting sometimes. It's, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. <laughs> there's a very legitimate reason. I know. We were talking about the company. I had to pronounce it, and I said oh, I preferred cock. Yeah, yeah, I think you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the pronunciation. play on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's like the, uh, at the end, I don't know what cartoon it was, but there was always that little kid going, Deek, at yes, the end I of remember. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That always uh, made me laugh yeah. as a kid. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Um, but yes. <laughs> so... Uh, moving back into the games side of things, you had, I'd say, probably one of the bigger roles that you probably have had uh, with Division 2. Division so. 2 was fantastic, yeah. So that was a, a mixture of additional voices again, crowd stuff. I'm always like, it was crowd again. No, um, so it started with crowd, and then the casting team sent forward, like... It was interesting because they obviously trusted us quite well to do the things because I I didn't audition for any set characters. I did again like just you usually get the same lines from the same company. That's like I'll do battle lines in you know it's on the East Wall, a certain accent, mm. and you know, you send it off. And then so we did like again. So the first crowd thing for it was amazing. They got us to they got like an empty lot in Pinewood Studios again. They gave us toy guns. Oh my god. And then they split us into teams and we're just like, just imagine you're having like a, a street warfare fight. So just, you know, as long as you don't go with the guns. We'll, we'll put the gun noises in ourselves. Just just do the grunts, <laughs> the shouts, you know, the orders. And so we did that. And that was, uh, there's a picture somewhere of me lying down with a gun in uh, the uh, recording room after after find that. And then. Um, Oh, that's great. So, so we did that, and then for a good few sessions after that, we I was recording for characters like there was the uh, Pete the Hyena, Agent Donovan. Uh, There's a few others on there as well. Like there's a mutable, mutable. Yeah, so the Pete the Hyena was like they were like part of this this gang called the Hyenas, 
And there was one called Jake as well, I think. And they were like these mad, tweaked out, like gas mask wearing. There's a clip. Uh, you actually hear my voice very near the start. And we're just you just before you go and liberate the White House, is this high in you is like, just keep your goddamn eyes open. Our job's to make sure nobody comes up from behind. And so if you hear that voice, that is me. So I did all like these these horrible, you know, tweaky uh, oh, gang crazy. unit, and then a few like uh, there was another one as well, like uh, a guy who was like, I'm just sick of this. This voice so depressing all the time. And uh, there's one of those voices, and then there's another person who's just like, um. Oh, what was it now? There's a, I can't remember what the voice was, but yeah, it was mostly just either like gang members or just survivors because the division two is set in this this post. Uh, what was it called? Uh, oh, there's a, there's a flu. Basically, it's a flu that like killed everyone. Yeah, it's off. like a right. It's a post pandemic. Yeah, sort yeah. Of, I can't. It's, I can't remember what the flu is called. It's like green flu, or oh, that might be left for dead. But either way, it was a flu that basically was passed about during Black Friday, which is where the first game's kind of south. It's all Christmassy, mm. and then it kind of decimated America, and it's you know, it's kind of turned into the the government trying to keep some semblance of society going. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was my that was the first time outside of uh, War of Blade video game wise that I was doing kind of like singular characters. There were still like NPCs in the game. Yeah. But it was the like you pick up an audio file and it'd be my voice. And I played Division Two a few years later for the first time with a friend. And I remember picking up an audio file and I was like, "Hold on, I know those words." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> gotta record this." Yeah. So it's it's nice little surprise finding the voice in there. But there's a lot of people involved in it, so there's a lot you can find. Probably a lot of voice actors in England or the UK even have probably got like a small or large credit on the Division Two. Yeah. So when you actually did go back and play the Division Two, did you? Yeah. When you played the campaign, did you go wait for all the credits to see if you could see yourself in there? I did. You know what? I didn't. I probably should. You know what? That's a good point. I, I haven't checked that actually, <laughs> but um, I, I imagine. I hope I'm in there because I, I did do a little more substantial work for that game. But um, I think that. I'm going to go for the credits now for that game when I get the chance and see where I am in there. But, uh... Oh, no, I'm getting paranoid. But, no, um... <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was a great experience, though. Uh, that was the first major... kind of the long At that point, the longest I'd done on a project. So I was coming back. And it was a good few months in between, I think. The first... Uh, from the audition to the actual going into the studio for the first time was about six months. So when it turned up, I was I was like, oh... That's fast. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, this is that. Yeah, yeah. So um Yeah, so you've had you've had well you've just described two jobs where you've had like a really, really quick turnaround and then one where it's taken quite a yeah. long period of time. So is there yeah. sort of an industry standard for like how long it will be between audition and uh, actually getting a role? I don't well, you get usually when you set up your audition, you have oh we're recording between like November, December. And so if you don't hear anything, we're like mid-December you're like oh didn't work out I mean the idea is to not think about the auditions you send off because it drives you mad because you want the job so bad as every actor does you know and only yeah. one person can get the role in the end so it's best to just forget about it but um in terms of industry standard like it's weird like I, I try not to give a set time in my head because I think I've had so many different ones like some have been like day. Oh, let's look at the the. Oh, I nearly said it. The one where I went to Sweden was you know hours, and then this was you know months. So it varies. I'm not had up to. I'm not had years yet, but I am. I'm waiting on two projects at the moment, which I have got the job, but one I got the job in August, but I haven't recorded on it yet. 
because they're still oh. writing. I think some of the dialogue oh, ones. Right. So it's 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 um, you know, it's not it's, it's not really a bad problem to have. It's better to have the job and be waiting for it than be like, mm -hmm. oh, when we're going to hear back. But uh, yeah, in terms of industry standard, personally, I I have you know multitudes of different times. So I I, don't, I can't really give a definition of what I think the correct time to wait for an audition to getting the job could be because you just mm -hmm. yeah no. It's Okay, so when when you do go in and do um, do an audition, yes. do you know sort of the character you're looking that they want sort of want to look for you at as, or is, do they have sort of like a brief that of a character, the idea that they want? Yeah. So obviously, the more detail, the more context, the better, because I can give you more ideas, imagination to put towards the character. So usually, you'll get a lot of information. It varies, actually. Big. Um, some jobs are just like, oh, he's a World War II soldier. He's from, you know, the the East End. He's Cockney, whatever. And then you're like, okay, just try and figure something out. Go get him, lads. Kind of like deal like that. And then you've got others that, excuse me, um, they're a bit more. Uh, it developed, so you get like a whole context of. So when I did, that I can't talk about. <laughs> I got uh... a. <laughs> I got um, like a brief about the whole world, the state of the world, the story, what faction I'm part of, what the kind of the feel of the game is. Oh, we're not taking it too seriously, or we're taking it very seriously. You know, it kind of helps you cater to how you're going to perform it. And then you send it off, and usually you'll get it, and then you won't get more information until you're in the studio. So one of the other games i did i got the job it's i got the job as like the main one there's, there's like a male female counterpart um playable characters and i got the male one which is incredible but um again i can't say what it is and uh <laughs> it was that was very intense because because you are the main character there's so much more for you to take into account with your delivery based on the character's background who the writers see them are because they are obviously like one of the most important people on the screen at that moment. So you've got a, you cut, there's almost less freedom in a way because you've got to drive the story forward. So if you're too much of an asshole, a bad person, sorry, no, you're fine. <laughs> and, uh, hey. if you're, you're too, too much of a jerk, you're um, basically, um, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you know, it can affect kind of the, the emotional or just kind of the drive of where the scene's going. So you've got to be very particular. Or at least that's how it felt. It's not a bad thing, you know. Again, it's it's. I think it helped me kind of bring a bit more nuance to characters and you know, in that regard. But it's it's uh, again, yeah. The bigger the role, I suppose, the more the heavier the responsibility. But it was a lot of fun. But yeah, um, usually you go into the studio, you get more information given to you once you arrive. Like you get the job, you've got the back. It's obviously they they'll appreciate it if you read up into the stuff they've sent you. And you turn up and you're like, oh, I don't know anything, I just did the voice. You know, they're going to appreciate more if you're like, oh, I really liked this part of the plot you've got written down. Mm. So, yeah, it's, but then you get there and then you'll do a few practice lines and they'll be like, oh, can we tweak that? And then eventually, providing things are going well, you will find like a common ground. Because it's, it's like a quite collaboration between yourself, the writers, the directors, you know, it's obviously we're the ones doing the voices, but they're the ones giving the ideas as well and writing yeah. the words down, you know, so it's. It's. I don't see it as the voice actor is the sole purpose of success to a character in a game. It's definitely I'm part of this vast team of people who are all coming together to make it because it's. It's. I think it's unfair to just discount the writers, the sound editors. Yeah. You know, it's. It's everyone's. 
arguably no not arguably these people are putting more hours in <laughs> to this get this project than i am i just come in and basically essentially do the last have the last word in a way you could say so um you know the, the least i can do is give the people their dues <laughs> because people sure. they work so hard and that it's helped me see games because you know when like a game and someone just goes oh that's crap yeah, I, I yeah, can't, yeah. I can't. I like. No. Well, I've absolutely been in the same way. I, I approached the same thing mm -hmm. about a game, but now I, I for films as well. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. It, it wasn't a good film, but people still work really hard on it. Yeah. They put like years of their life into it. So, you, oh, it's, definitely. It, it's, I, I have a better understanding of like how how much how much, how many stakes there are really for these people in the team. Like, it's not going to like ruin their life, but they've still put years of their life into a game, and right. they want to see it work out you know yeah. of course. if it doesn't it's like why do i spend three years of my life on this project if no one cares about it you know so yeah no one sets out to make a bad game <laughs> exactly yeah i don't think uh, yeah i don't think so <laughs> Balan won the land <laughs> <laughs> oh we talked about that quite um, a bit here. we, we yeah. have quite a few times it, it yeah I, keep... I, I can't judge it I, I don't know enough about it but i just know that apparently it's like the worst oh, thing yeah i do it, like the fact it might have been yeah, I love the fact that you've kept up the running joke without even knowing it that we just don't know how to pronounce the game. I've done game. my research. Uh, Balan won the, the world. Ba Wonderland. Balan, who the Balan, hell? Balan, who Balan. 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 Yeah, we've pronounced it three different ways. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Balan. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, when you go into. Yes. Um, your job, your, your gig. Yes. Um, My gig. Yes. How many people are usually around watching you do that? And is it ah. nerve wracking? Ooh, yeah. It, the... I want to know about screens. That's what I want to know. Oh yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, usually, it's about three to four people. So for Warhammer Dark Tide, which I'm so glad I can talk about, um, it. <laughs> uh, it was the writer, Matt, and then a sound engineer in the room. So, guy on the computer who makes sure everything sounds beautiful and all the dials in the right place. The writer slash director, I, I imagine, you know, who's telling me context, how to say it, this and that. And then me, obviously, in the room. But then we had a, um, a guy, um, a Stefan on the on Zoom, who was like a, from the actual development team, who was overseeing it as well. Okay. So he would... Uh, ensure that certain things were I'm so sorry I ate not long before I come on I keep burping sorry That's and okay. uh, yeah so yeah so usually about four usually about four people but um I think the most I've had in a room like on my own was probably it wasn't actually it wasn't actually for um, a game it was for a Samsung advert I did <laughs> and like an online ad and there was like four really like trendy kind of like very cool like kind of i guess executives from samsung oh, wow. were, like there just talking amongst themselves oh my god and i was like wow these people are like judging me but not, not, not as in <laughs> not as in like they looked at them like judging me it's just more like you know these people are in you know they're all here watching me do this and the sound right. guy as well and i was like yeah it's because because they walk in they all like turn to look at you and you're like hello <laughs> yeah so you come in and then um yeah so i think the most i've had probably about four or five people in total but i think the good thing is like you aren't looking at them while recording you're looking at a screen so it's like don't look mm -hmm. at them just don't look at the disappointment <laughs> in their faces no <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's the most of it. it's it's but i think as well if you have a good like 
you can tell which people are going to be easy to work with and people who are only understanding. Yeah. Compared to people who are just very businessy. Yeah. I mean, you got to yeah. take because it is it is still a professional environment. As as fun as it is doing voices and stuff, it's still you still got to maintain a level of professionalism. Yeah. And I think it's it's finding you know the the perfect balance of having the joke but also getting the job done. You know. So yeah, but uh, well, yeah, I'd say, yeah, four to five people is probably the most. Yeah. I will do a rare thing here and divulge a little bit about my personal life. I never do that. Very private person. But I did, in fact, date a voice actor for about a year. And, um, hey, that's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, And he actually had an addition to, like, he, he did a lot of voice work for BBC and, like, CBBS and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, fantastic, yeah. Yeah, but uh, he had actually a home setup as well. And that's why I was asking about the screams, because he was like... Oh. <laughs> like, I when I have to record screams because he did a lot of anime voice as well. Oh, uh, I'd love to do anime voice. Uh, yeah. That's not the real <laughs> chef. Huh. Nice try. Sorry. <laughs> that would be his uh, his whatever. Oh no! Yeah, yeah sorry. Strange. Yeah, um, but uh, he would have to go tell the neighbors. Look, I'm recording. You know, I do have all the acoustic stuff set up, and then he's like. When you scream, all you gotta do is just take a breath and do it. You just gotta do yeah. it. Yeah. No holding back, mate. You know. Yeah, no holding back. It, That's it exactly. It is the difference between booking the job and not booking the job. You gotta go for it. Yeah, so again, funny story about that. So in our old flat, so first, first thing, let's make it. No one was aware of my profession where I used to live. Oh, still, <laughs> really. So they still may question it. Luckily, now my sister in law is my neighbor. So at least oh, one, one side go. of the flat understands. But um, so, uh, so I used to have like, it was like a small corridor I could turn into a studio last minute, the old flat. And we would, so I again do a lot of, you know. Yes. Get down, you know, in the hallway, yes. and then like, and one day I met my neighbor from upstairs after about a year and a half of living there. So a good while, and this whole time, he didn't come down to check if I was okay. He just he just caught me taking out the rubbish. So I was like, <laughs> right, okay. And he he goes, um, I hope you don't mind me asking, but um, do you have like a sort of condition or anything like that? I was like, uh. What does uh what does that mean? It's like I would just hear a lot of like, you know, shouting and stuff, and you know, it sounds like you're like maybe like having anxiety or panic, and I'm like, ah, okay, <laughs> well, no, that is not in fact what is happening. Uh, I do voice. I'm a voice actor. I I I be auditioning under your flat, screaming and shouting, and sorry about that. And then uh, and then I was like, well. He could have come down at any time to see if I was okay. If he re it was really concerned. But he didn't. I didn't actually say that to him, obviously. You could have come down any time, mate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. and Why then, didn't uh, you check on me, dude? <laughs> but, but this is the same guy who had like a, a four-day straight rave in December, like a few years ago. Oh, my ago. God. Before, literally, four hours. Heck, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were like, when do we get the police involved? And then it, oh, it's, my God. But the thing is, like... There was, we thought he was having a pie, but we didn't see a single person because obviously we could see the stairs. A single person went upstairs. He was on his own. <laughs> Every now and again, you'd hear, yeah, yeah. It's like this guy's just raving on his own. Sorry. Um, I look when, back on it fondly now. It's about 
maybe two, two and a half years ago. Oh, okay. I was going to say, definitely not a lockdown rave then. <laughs> no, well, no, it wasn't lockdown rave. That's the thing. It wasn't. It was just your average four-day bender, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we've all been there before, you know, yeah. ra raving in yeah. an empty room with no one. <laughs> Get Absolutely, some yeah. recordings of NPCs. Yeah, <laughs> well met. <laughs> Get down! <laughs> I guess all here. This is great. Could have made some good well, ambience for Hitman. <laughs> well met, citizen. Catch the race last night. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh... <laughs> yeah. But so there are. Yeah, and then my poor sister-in-law every now and again has to listen to me going. What? In this side of the room, but so far, and you're like, oh, that wasn't for an audition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always for an audition. Always <laughs> turn the music up. No, um, it's uh, yeah, it's been, it's been uh, luckily not had the police call on me to see if I'm okay. But again, at the same time, would you prefer the police to talk? <laughs> yeah, someone cares, but yeah. evidently no one does. I'm just the noisy, shouty neighbor man. Yeah, just, yeah. just that guy that they go, oh, he's off again. Yeah, his poor <laughs> wife. <laughs> uh, so that's going to move on to, uh, very nicely, I guess, into your uh, very healthy working relationship with Codemasters, because yes. uh, you've done quite oh, a few games with them. Brilliant. Absolutely beautiful people at Codemasters. So that was... Um, I had an audition for F F1, and... It was, you know, quite quite nerve wracking as 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 expected because it was before it was a big big company I recognised Formula yeah. One big yeah. you know sporting racing mm -hmm. uh, event you know it's like oof so I auditioned for it and then the voice director beautiful man I won't say his name just to you know stop it <laughs> can't dox everyone tonight and, uh, <laughs> and uh, he said yeah listen um thank you so much for audition we uh the entire team loved it. And I was like, "Wow!" So Aww. that was so that was the voice of the R and D engineer. So I did that for Formula One 2021 and 2022. Yeah, it's the same character. And he he was kind of like a working man. He was like, "So make sure you get your wheels done. You should probably spend some money in making sure the power supply is correct." He was a very very serious man, but also yeah, a very very kind of friendly guy at the same time. You know, he just did what he did, what he did. Just does, does what he does. What he does. He just does what he does, mate. He gets the wheels on the car and he goes vroom vroom. And it's all good. Now, um, <laughs> now he was, uh, yeah, she's kind of like your friendly. But I was part of so the R and D guy. There was me. There was an older sounding gentleman and a French person. And we actually have names in the game. We would we did like ten lines of like, my name's Pierre. Thanks for joining the team. My name's John. My name's Peter. My name's blah blah blah. So rather than going, I'm I'm the being putting Pierre John. Peter. It was just better to put our R and D guy. Maybe down as Pete R and D guy on one of them because that was the more uh, central one. I but, saw uh, on IMDb that 2021 had it as Ethan. Ethan, <laughs> yes. There you go. I should probably just change it to just R and D guy, but there. <laughs> <bleh. laughs> no, I mean, it does bleh. say Ethan slash R and D operator. So yeah. there, there we go. go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I was on it. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, so that was that was fantastic. So um, they got us. Oh, <laughs> not the tail. So uh, for that, it was just um, I think it was a couple of days, and I was quite ill at the time. Oh wow! So I you know just the general seasonal death, you know, that you get. And uh, so I was like, oh no! So I did it, obviously with a bit of 
a bit of the nasaliness. So it's got like oh, a, a bit more like this, but I, I did a lot more um to kind of cover it up. But you can slightly hear it, but it's not like, oh, that guy's dying from the flu kind of vibe. It was just kind of like, you know, there. So then when I come back to record it a year later for 2022, I was like, oh, no, I'm not ill. Got to get ill somehow. <laughs> you know, so, um, so uh, yeah, we did that. And it's a continuation. They took my lines from the first game, moved them into the second uh, 2022 game. And then I recorded uh, further lines for additional um, options and functions in the game. And it's, uh, yeah, it's um, that was one of the things I posted on TikTok that got a lot of love. And most people were oh, saying, I'm sick of your guy telling me to <laughs> pay money to put my power supply on, and stuff like that. And someone was like, because it was at random who you got. You got three of us at random, so you had to keep restarting this game mode to get my voice, if it wasn't the first one you got. Right. And some guy was like, I just keep getting some French guy. And it's like, you get the voice you give him, man. You know, everyone worked hard on those characters. So, you know. That's right. Yeah, there's yeah. No, exactly. no, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so uh, F1's great. I mean, I don't know if I'll be going back for any more. That is down to Codemasters. I, you know, I've had the two opportunities on the two games, so I'm more than happy, you know. But if I was called back, I'd be absolutely honoured. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, that was one of the, the Codemasters things I've done. Yeah, so, two, oh, technically two, you know. Uh, well, then it's moving on to Grid Legends. Grid Legends. That's very. See, it's going to sound very biased. I'm not massively into racing games. I'm. I'm. I just yeah. I'm just not great. Um, and then so when I did uh-huh. Grid Legends, like doing voices in racing games, fine. It's not you know like, I don't mind doing that because I don't have to drive anything. But um, <laughs> so we we did the line. So initially, the first character I was um. Uh, the amateur event engineer for the base game, mm-hmm. and uh, I did about two races in it, just being your guy in the air. So, was, and that was interesting because uh, the voice director was like, "I want you to do like a your native accent, which is Birmingham from it." And I've never really picked it up massively. You can probably I, hear it every now and again. It's a little bit, just yeah. a tiny just bit, just a little bit. So yeah. I, had to, I had to be a bit more, you know, like this with my words <laughs> and stuff like that. So um, I was like. Right, everyone, it's race day. Make sure you get your head in the game. Let's win this race. You know, so a bit more uh, that that brummy swang to it. And um, I did two levels in the main game, and then they uh, approached me, and they were like, we want you to be the engineer in three of the four DLCs, because one of the DLCs is like a, a separate entity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. So I so I did yeah. the so I did the base game. That didn't, yeah, obviously wasn't... I think I did F... F1 2022 and Grid Legends base game in the same day, I think. Oh, wow. Because, because okay. there, was, there was more for F1, but it was still like, you know, a good few hours. Because like, it was only like probably a total of about 30 lines to the base game of Grid Legends, which is fine. You know, like again, any opportunity is golden to me. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, then we did the destruction event DLC where I'm down. I'm just called J. They, they decided to just call the engineer James just to make it easier. So I did the, the destruction event engineer. And then I did um, what was the next one? It was, a, it was still still the engineer, but in uh, so they did the uh, total carnage, which had Shooty Gatwa because he's in the game as a character. So being in a game with a future Doctor, quite quite exciting. And then they've released a DLC recently called Enduring Spirit, where I was he's the same character again, just being in your ear, telling you everything. And it's it's quite it is weird hearing my voice on like a racetrack being like you know point one point two. 
point three. Your your lap is this, mate. Keep going. And uh, and uh, they kindly gave me a free copy of the game, and I was like, you know, oh, I'm, gonna, no, I'm, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna play I'm gonna play through it because there's, there's like a proper like written campaign yeah. for it, and it's kind of, and they got all these like these mad not mad characters, but like you know, like noticeable characters, and the, the plot's quite you know like um. Like not corny, but it's kind of very like it doesn't take itself too seriously, and I I, I think that's what that's what drew me in because like doing the racing racing's fine, you know, come first, but oh the drama in between the races is what I was all about. Like there's like I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's the best driving campaign in a game I've played. Like in terms of story, oh, that sounds biased because I worked on it, so it doesn't really make. Oh. No, to be fair, it's not the first time that I've heard that as well from. Yeah, people, so. it's it's yeah, it's it's been kind of the game kind of. I don't think it did as well as they hoped, which is a shame because I think they went for something different, and I feel like it should be recognised for that. But most people who play race games just want to race, and I get yeah. that. You know, I, I get that, but yeah. for people like me, I'm like, I want a narrative to what I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, no, so. I, I, I agree with you. I always found that the narrative yeah. experience in a racing game always kept me yeah. more interested. Kind of like I require purpose. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so I have a question. Um, when you do, let's say we'll pick that. Uh, so you do a base game and you come yes. in and you record that. Yes. Um, with the pay structure, do you get paid for that and then DLC, or do you know ahead of time and get like a, uh, so a contract? So yeah, I, I I wasn't. So there's a contract essentially for every mm -hmm. single element of the game. So base game contract, uh, your your hourly rate, mm -hmm. and then your your buyout, which is them essentially buying any chance of you getting royalties from it. Blah blah blah. Okay, which is, right. Which, That's which, which, my which, next which, question. Which, which is a which is a common. A common occurrence, you know, right. games like that. So that's fine. And then the DLC, it was again whole separate thing. So separate buyout, separate pay. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't. It was a uh, quite. Yeah, quite, my you know, very my open about it. Was, you know. Yeah, it was definitely going to be about royalties. Uh, how yeah. that worked. Um, so they they essentially buy you out, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. They 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 buy out the you know any. You're still allowed to obviously talk about the game, but like mm -hmm. making future royalties is kind of like it's. It, I've not been involved in a game where they're like, "Oh, do you want a, a shot at the royalties?" <laughs> I don't think it's a common practice, but I think the guy who did the Stanley Parable, I think the voice actor was mm -hmm. like, "Oh, I'll, I'll take like a percentage of the pay," like, and the game did very well. So the voice actor you know, made a he fair made bit of money after game. that. To be honest, he made that game. I yeah. mean, well, his whole character and. Mm. attitude and yeah from everything. what i've heard about it that is quite a rare thing that that even happens yeah mm. obviously that came up recently with the helena taylor uh, oh yeah situation. of course i'm trying yeah. to segueing into that pete <laughs> i'm glad you picked up on that <laughs> so um but before we get into that obviously oh, okay you got, you got one more thing that we clearly want to talk about it's your most recent project which is uh quite a massive one actually Oh my uh, god! In terms of yeah. the, in terms of the property itself, so um, talk to me about Warhammer. Oh, oh my goodness! Great dream come true. We really. love that game like, over here, by the way. I, yeah, <laughs> I I've been I've been I was into Warhammer as a kid, mm -hmm. thanks thanks to my dad. <laughs> yeah, I played Dawn of War and Fire Warrior, and he painted like these my Ultramarines, oh. my Tau, my Necrons. Oh yes, my my vampire counts. You know, oh. all, all the. Uh, the little 
Oh, what else was it? Uh, something else. Oh, the Lord of the Rings ones, like the the, the oh, goblins yeah. of Maria, yeah, the Urukai, yeah, yeah. all them. So he oh, paints yeah. he painted them because I I couldn't do it as good as yeah. Him. I love watching. You know, yeah, yeah. So yeah. and then like a few years ago, but I've still always like had interest in Warhammer, but it kind of like faded a bit. Like I was you know, just into other stuff, and then. And then obviously I played Vermintide and that was exciting. Yeah. And yeah. I seen they were doing a forty K a forty K yeah. version of Vermintide. And I was like, Vermintide with guns, well more guns. I was like, Yes, please. <laughs> so um I got you know, that was exciting. I was really hyped, you know, to play it. And then yeah. like la start end of last year. So nearly nearly a year ago actually, I got these auditions through. And uh, it was like a character called the judge, the uh, the bodyguard and the cutthroat. And I was like, Ooh, cool and then i was reading the script i was like i know these words i was like <laughs> this is warhammer i was like i was like jesus christ okay oh but, is, but, but is it dark but i didn't know it was dark tide that's the thing it, right. it, it wasn't under the name of dark tide and i was like well maybe it's just a, you know, an announced warhammer project could be space marine or something like that right. and um <laughs> so i um i did the audition for the character which was uh so i did the judge who is the character i obviously you know Succeeded in uh, getting. I uh, I auditioned for an ogren. And he was kind of like big, buff, kind of sounding ogren kind of guy. But the guys I got for the um, the ogrens are fantastic in it. And um, I also did a voice of a cutthroat soldier who I, I did the Brummy accent. So I was like, I watched the world die. Fifty million lives gone in the eye blink. And the, I did, obviously didn't get those characters. But I'm happy, happy to say. That the female cutthroat still has a Brummie accent in the game. Oh, so there you still go. Went, still went with it. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I do. So, uh, so. yeah, I've had my influence. Yeah, she, she, she uh, knew. She knew. But yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, the, so the judge was so. I did the initial audition. I got called in for a second one, and then the writer was there, and I was like, right, here we go. And they were like, so, and then they were basically, oh, so kind of repeat your previous audition. Oh wow. I was like, okay, you know, like so the original character was kind of like. Um, blessed of Messalina Gloriana, we follow the path of blah, 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 like that. And then they were like, okay, so they got us to do some more angry kind of sounding shouts to see if I could basically handle shouting. And it was all stuff like this shouting. It was fantastic. And then like, I left, you know, very excited because I'd yeah. just done an audition for a Warhammer game and then forgot about it. Or, I, no, no, no! I didn't forget about it. All that's a lie. I tried to forget about it, and then yeah. a few weeks later, I got the confirmation. From, I got a letter written by the writer himself saying, "I'd like to welcome you onto Dark Tide." Oh, oh <laughs> my god! You know, and then um, oh. so we did that, and then we went into the first. You know, started we started in January, the first session, and it was kind of figuring out how he sounded. Like most things, figuring out how he sounded, and it was more because he was because I knew he was an Imperium kind right. of. Um, you know, zealot essentially. Yeah, he's a zealot. Yeah. Uh, I knew that he was obviously not the nicest of guys. Like you I kind of, <laughs> I kind of got the vibes they were going for. So I went from doing a, a voice like this right. to something a little more like this. A little more hatred in the voice. And uh, then first day they were like, we're going to do some basic lines. So like, I see you've been running around here recently. And then some more like for the kind of stuff like that. And I broke the microphone <laughs> from shouting. Excellent. And I, it's kind of a brag, but it's also not yeah. when you're working in a professional studio and you break one of their microphones from shouting. It's not happened since. 
but it's always brought up. <laughs> Especially when I meet certain people who were there when it happened. It's always like, oh going to break into the microphone, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. So, yeah, the, and then it was like over or at least 30 hours of recordings Whoa. because it's so so oh in, because it was so intense it was only right. usually about an hour to two hours long because you'd leave the sessions like yeah you know like and but my stamina got better obviously as i went on mm-hmm. so uh yeah but uh there is just something ink so incredible and surreal by going praise the beneficent emperor just you know so many so many times and it's incredible. It's so surreal because I've been playing the beta and streaming it because you know mm-hmm. people people might care that I'm yeah. involved in it. <laughs> I think <laughs> and, that's uh, kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's it's very cool. And um, like in the game, I've been listening to the voice and stuff, and it's like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, like it's it's, uh, it's 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 such an incredible opportunity to have. And it's it's not yeah. properly sunk in yet. And then like obviously because I've been looking more into Warhammer as of late, I'm truly realizing how big the property is i know why has always been big you know but it's yeah i spoke i was speaking to matt one of the riders and, and he said it's arguably you know the biggest it's ever been yeah I, yeah so I it's, see that. Um, it's it's incredible i'm i'm so glad and lucky to be a part of such a such a talented cast of people mm-hmm. as well some of the people on it i'm like i'm in a game with you yeah fair play <laughs> you know so, <laughs> you know so it's um oh it's it's incredible i'm, I'm so happy to be a part of it. and i i'm yeah. glad people m- most people are enjoying the character not everyone's gonna oh, like yeah. the character and i that's why there's like 21 different characters to play as but yeah. you know i'm glad that some people are enjoying the 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 judge vibes the male judge vibes you know yeah. so i've seen a lot of people sort of playing the beta at the moment and i've heard nothing yeah. but good things about it so once it's oh, yeah. Yeah. It exactly it's out in mm-hmm. three days three days wow i didn't realize it was that soon <laughs> console wise it's not coming on xbox um, given it's coming out on xbox but they haven't given it a an official oh, okay. release date i think oh, they're okay. optimizing okay. it still but that's it, okay that explains that's why i got a pc i was like i need to play it now <laughs> Uh, well i have that option so i'll be doing that too yeah so uh, one final question from me before we talk on something else quickly yes Um, of course who's the most high profile person you've worked with so far what with or been in a project with because voice acting is quite either is fine either is fine because like voice acting is quite a lonely intern because you're usually on your own when you're recording you'd be here everyone else yeah um right so I did. Oh, this is difficult. Like, okay, in terms of like, so I did Warship Down, the Netflix series. Oh yes. And yes, did Voices yes. of the Rabbits and that, some of the rabbits and that, which was amazing. And yeah. then I'm in the credits with James McAvoy, John yeah. Boyega, Gemma Arterton. <laughs> and, and when it came out, for some reason, I think it's because of the alphabetical thing. I was at the top oh, of the yeah. billing, the top of the billing on IMDb. <laughs> I'm like, I shouldn't be there. <laughs> Eventually, someone went, nah, nah, I'm not having him there. And they, and they moved it down. But that, in terms of like just being associated with a project on the cast, that's one of them. But in terms of like game wise, um, it's interesting. I guess, let me think, let me think of it. I think I've done that I can talk about. I think, in terms of like decently high profile British voice actors, Dark Tide is definitely up there because you've got people like Neil McCall mm-hmm. and, um, Who's obviously quite. A, there's a few veteran mm-hmm. Claire Corbett, who's just like mm-hmm. using Dark Souls and stuff like that. Oh, you know, yeah. and you're in the same game as someone like that, and you're like, woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Fair play. <laughs> so, um, but in terms of like, you know, Rocket Man, additional voices, but, you know, Taron Egerton. Well, yeah. You know, yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> in terms of like meeting people, the, the best person I've met, it wasn't technically on a job, but I was in, I was waiting to go into a session for Dark Tide. And I was talking to a lady in the lobby, just just randomly, you know, because oh. you said, yeah, you used to get chatting to people on the sofa. Yeah. And so I noticed someone standing next to me, and they're obviously trying to get the attention of the woman I turn. It was Louis Theroux, and I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, hello, <laughs> Mr. Theroux. <laughs> oh I was like, lovely duck. I just shook his hand. I was like, <gasps> and I was like, because the staff there aren't allowed to, like, have any kind of no they're allowed to nice. interact but they can't have any like wow nice to meet you louis through amazing oh, I, yeah. I lost all because i love louis through so i, I like, yes. lost, like i was like mr through <laughs> i lost all my weekends yeah yeah, yeah I just, <laughs> just, just melted into a puddle of exactly. nonsense for the man oh it, my it was, gosh it, but exactly as you expect him to be it was, it was it was only a very quick conversation but yeah, yeah. oh now that's amazing. That was unexpected. Yeah. I did not expect you to say it of yeah. anyone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in terms of like the highest profile, I'd probably have to say like, you know, in terms of association with people, like Warship Down and Yeah. Uh yeah, the, the bigger high profile stuff. But, <laughs> do you yeah. ever do you ever go to like Comic Cons and then stand in line with and be like, <laughs> by the way, I was in this too. Here's my photo. I was in this with you. <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> no, I haven't done that yet. I'd love, yeah. I'd love to like, if my career was to go in that direction, I'd love to do conventions and stuff like that one day. That'd yeah. Just to meet more people who appreciate, you know, not appreciate me, but appreciate like the, the, you know, the character. The character, yeah. Appreciate me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so, it's um, all about. I mean, yeah, yeah. To be fair, when Billy West is at Comic Cons, I yeah. do kind of just like zoom yeah. in on him. Yeah. You know, like guy's insane talented. Oh you know, my right? gosh! Yeah, like that's that's a legacy right there. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, have you ever had to pull the card of "Do you know who I am yet"? Oh, no, <laughs> I, 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 I say it a fair bit, like jokingly, when someone <laughs> made, but I, I, I don't think I'd ever be. I'm not the kind of person who's like, it's me. No. It's me. Obviously. You know, because... Yeah, that was my And also... Question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it, Pete. <laughs> no, I was sitting there looking at Kylie. She's just looking at me like, what the hell did you just ask? <laughs> did you really do that? Yeah, exactly. Walk into one of the little Warhammer stores and... Uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like, do you know who I am? <laughs> You I'm sure? sure? I'm sure they'd get a kick out that one. To be yeah, fair, yeah. I mean, I'd love. I I would yeah. like to get to more. Well, I'd love to get like a miniature of of the. Oh yes. Because yes. technically there isn't like there isn't like technically canon ways of how they're supposed to look because of in the game right. trailer. But in the in the zealot trailer, they've got him <laughs> with like an eye patch, like bald beard, tattoo, massive tome on his back. Mm -hmm. So in mm -hmm. the game, I'm trying to get that exact oh, version wow. of him working so in my head that's how the judge looks and yeah. I, I, think, I think it works so um but hey yeah. henry cavill went into the, the stores not too long the, ago the thought of henry cavill playing dark tide and hearing my voice he absolutely is, does is that's absolutely done. yeah like if he's if he's playing, he's playing as me, I'd be like, ah! I, I doubt it though. I doubt it. Oh, but, but he definitely is playing. He's definitely you playing. Never know. Yeah, it's true. You never know. Yeah. Really that's absolutely insane. But yeah, see, it's, that um, is crazy because there yeah. are a lot of celebrities that play games. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's 
smart people who play games. So the fact that you know your your voice is being heard, so you know in such a high profile project, it's insane. It's terrifying, but it's amazing. It's it's all it's the amazing. good and bad emotions at once. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. Pete, do you want to now segue now that you walked on uh, my segue? No, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, do you want to ask the first question about all of this sort of stuff? Um, actually, my questions are kind of roundabout, uh, which is just a kind of an explainer for our audience. Um, okay. When you do voice acting, are you part of a union? We'll say that. Uh, right. So in America, I know they have the SAG-AFTRA mm -hmm. union, which is quite, there's a big, like a divide between union, non-union. Uh, yes, job. In, in the UK, correct. In the UK, it's a little less union focused. I think that's something that many people are trying to push over here. Mm -hmm. But um. We have uh, what they're called. My goodness, I'm sorry. We have equity. We have equity over here. Who, I think, if you're in a bad place with a job, you're getting messed about. You can get equity involved, but they aren't. No, that's good. Mm -hmm. They aren't technically like a union you join, you know. But um, yeah, the, the unions are a bigger thing in America. Like cause I've been, I've been looking into like how they work because I, I would like to try and pursue voiceover in America at some point if the oh, opportunity. Yeah presented itself because mm -hmm. you know there's so much more to get into over there you know so if right. i had uk and us at the same time it'd be an incredible privilege to have a chance at it but you've got to pay to join the unions and stuff like that so it's, it's a whole different and it can be quite frowned upon to do non-union work in the us it, yes so, that is true that is true so it, but i think you also need to have worked on union games to get in the union but i think with the division at least i have Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm on my way there. I, I don't. I need to look more into it. But yeah, um, in the UK, unions are a lot less focused on. Right now, that actually surprises me. Um, it, for our listeners, for uh, a lot of our listeners are UK based. Yeah. Uh, the US is not big on unions, except for in the creative fields where they're like very yeah. strict on unions. Underst understandable. Which is very funny. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> the UK is a lot bigger. Uh, on unions uh and as a whole well just generally, yeah uh, absolutely yeah, yeah just generally yeah uh but um so let's say i'm going to be very vague as possible okay. <laughs> <laughs> um let's say uh voice acting is it's a community yeah uh because there's a lot of networking involved i know Ab that absolutely yes yeah yeah so it's Probably would not be run of the mill or common for someone to speak out against uh, maybe an employer. Yeah. Uh, it happens, absolutely. It definitely happens. Um, would you feel, if you've heard someone speaking out of it against an employer, would you feel a kind of uh, loyalty to the voice actor or would you just kind of wait, step back, you know, and it's... see how that goes? It's a very grey area mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because, like in any situation that requires speaking out and yeah. taking sides, is that at the end of the day, there is it's still our job, oh. and like we obviously we want it to be fair. We want people to be paid the correct amount. We want people to be treated with respect, not respect, just treated you know well, well yeah. on our job. Yeah. So, actively taking a massive stand, it different because if you are a high-profile voice actor, mm -hmm. you presumably are either you know you, you be taken seriously. You have power in the situation, and 
odds are you may lose some jobs, but may not completely destroy your career doing it. You express your opinion, people are like, I agree, I don't agree, and you, you get on with it either way. Right. Whereas if a person in my position was to suddenly speak up very loudly, and because it's kind of like, in a way, oh, it's so difficult. That's why it's a grey area, because you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you, but you don't want to be abused by that hand at the same right. time. Right. Exactly. So you want to you want change, good change for your industry, but you don't want to lose your opportunities trying to do that change. And I think I think any situation where someone's trying to exact change, there's a there's a toll. There's always a heavy toll on usually the person who starts it or people heavily involved. Yeah. Obviously, I want nothing more than people to you know be treated fairly, especially in voice acting, but. The same time i've got because i'm i'm you know i guess you could say quite new to the scene like five years yes but past year is the first time i've done like substantial work sure right and it'd be selfish of me to it would be to not want to lose it because you know i'm i'm very grateful for it right you, you know so it's but I, at the same time i don't want bad practices to continue mm -hmm. but if i speak out against bad practices i could jeopardize everything yes you know so that's why i think the people the big people in power or more powerful voice actors with you know these massive credit lists of like up to 400 credits mm -hmm. even more people who everyone loves everyone respects everyone understands like i said power power has its it's even though it's not technically power fame you know talent uh recognition even mm -hmm. i think that that pull will have more of a change on the situation if they were to get involved. It doesn't mean it'll completely change it, but there's more pressure. There's more pressure from people when someone big gets involved and their fans, followers, yes. people, associates also get involved because it's no longer just one person. It is mm -hmm. an army of people. Like um you could compare it to with Star Wars Battlefront 2 with the release of that where yes. they got absolutely slaughtered. And usually games come out with strange practices. They get slagged off, but they never mm -hmm. truly changed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but the, like with Battlefront, so many people hated it. They had to physically change the idea of the, how they did the game. It's about mm -hmm. the voice acting. So I think if I was to speak out about something, try and cause a ruckus, I don't think, you know, I get much traction from it because I'm, you know, again, I'm just a newbie on the scene. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, people may agree and be like, yeah, I agree, James. Yeah, you're right, right, right. But it, I won't ultimately be an option for change. If I was in a position like, say, Troy Baker, who is like, you know, world-renowned voice oh. actor. You yes. Know, you know, big big man. Nolan North, even. Matt Mercer. Yeah. You know, one, one of those guys. Oh, gosh, yeah. If I, if I was to be, you know, same position and be like, I want change. And everyone's like, yeah, I agree with you, James. I agree with you. And then I'm like, I'm going to make a difference. The, the chance of differences taking place won't be completely concrete. It may not happen. But it'll mm -hmm. cause more waves than, and I guess you know you could say, joining in on the change is you know enough. But you need kind of that spark to start it. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, so it's 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 very grey area. I know it sounds like I'm being on the fence about it because I am because well, I yeah. I truly you know I'm involved in this industry, but I truly, you know, what 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 would I do in a situation like this? You know, because I. Mm -hmm. It's it's difficult. It's it's so difficult yeah. because mm -hmm. it's you want like I said you want the change, but you also risk your mortgage essentially. You know, doing it's, 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 it's so it's so it, sh it shouldn't be that way at all. It, sh it shouldn't be like that. At the end of the day, if it's good change, it should be implemented. But it's it's just not that easy. You know, it's it's just not. Yeah, 
uh, going, yeah. sticking with the vagaries on this one, of course, mm-hmm. do you feel like the recent situation has changed that tide of conversation in more of the positive aspect towards voice actors? See, I'm not fully um, educated on the situation with that. I think from what I've seen, it's it doesn't look good for either party mm-hmm. because originally yeah. it was one person <laughs> wanting more. Yes. For what they were due, what they were owed, what they felt they were owed for long-standing service on a particular brand, which I understand. Yeah. Yep. But at the same time, then you have more stuff coming out about other negotiations and amounts of money offered and being denied and then you're like so what's going on here because and then apparently bad communication from another mm-hmm. side and it's like and the language there was a language barrier as well yeah language barrier as well yeah, yeah. it's difficult it, it it seems like it could have been solved from what i know mm-hmm. i'm not fully educated mm-hmm. but from what i know it sh- I, sh- I don't think it should be made public i feel like it should have been Something yes. that was solved. What well, most 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 outrageous things happen, they should be solved behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Because once people, the public, get involved, it's the pressure wanted for change potentially, but it also massively complicates things at the same time. Yeah, I I can't truly say how much was supposed to be paid. I know what I'm paid for jobs, but for high profile, long standing service on games, you know, obviously there's bonuses involved, and again, this is the American voice acting market we're talking mm-hmm. about. Whole mm-hmm. different different thing could work massively different to how you know it is over here i don't think you know i feel like the reason why it should have stayed private is because of those complicating aspects to it because you know it should have been language barrier absolutely but it should you know it should have taken more time but it should have been done because why would you continue with something if you're unhappy with it you know it's it's and and then also coming out with it after you've essentially provided the service and then yeah why wasn't it negotiated before we even started well right. actually no no, no no sorry tell a lie that was oh. it, it wasn't the same person in the end sorry i apologize no. no it wasn't so um yeah i it just it's just it's a shame because obviously we'd like to hear the original person who should have been providing the, the service of the voice but same time this situation it should have just been done privately because Again, it could have been done publicly as well, but just because of how people work, it it gets messier, mm. you know. And I I I feel everyone's should be paid their dues. And again, I don't know enough about the situation to truly comment on who's in the right or wrong. But from what I know personally, it's such a grey area. I don't think anyone uh, is anyone in the right in the situation. You know, it's yeah, I know. Yeah. And I know it makes me sound like a fence sitter, but I, I don't want to be like, oh, I think this should happen when, you know, I could be completely getting the point wrong, you know? And I don't I don't want it's, to cast myself very, in a bad light or anybody else. You know? <laughs> no, that's very similar to the conclusion that Pete and I drew uh, yeah. as well, uh, which people could say we were sitting on a fence, but it's for the same reason. It, it is, because um, I, I don't want to look... I don't, it's not because I don't want to look bad, but I don't, but it's just... No, but it's... It's yeah. someone else's career as well. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. in the same business, but they've been doing it longer. They've been, you know, on this... And a whole different nation, nation as well. It's yeah, so yeah. So little, you know, yeah. things that make it more difficult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm also um, very but... self-aware that the fact that the court of public opinion can yeah. skew well, the conversation that's... into wild Absolutely, different directions. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, why, how do we even get started with this in the first place? You know, what... Yeah. How do we get well, here? You know, that kind of leads into my next question, which is, do you feel that social media as a whole, not the 
hellscape yeah. that is Twitter, but all social media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, has it helped uh, voice acting? I think it's given people a platform to show their talents when they aren't being noticed yes. off of it. Yeah, you see many of these incredible... Uh, uh, what's the word? Impressionists on there. Yeah, people oh, the yes. Voice, you know, and some people... I know one of the guys I work with, Dark Tide, he... A, uh, he got his agent through posting impressions on YouTube years ago, uh -huh. you know, and he got through that way. You know, it's I think it's it's a good way, but at the same time, because now everyone has access to it, so there's this one doorway and millions of people oh, trying gosh, to get through it. Yes. And but I think it's fair that people should feel the right to want to share their talents online. I think it's you know it's lovely to see, especially when it works out for them. But then also, you start comparing yourself to other people. Right. And then you start, oh, the doubt, the doubt starts creeping in, and you, start, <laughs> you know, and you can bring it, you know, it's, 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 oh. it's, it's a double-edged sword. It's, it's, mm -hmm. an it's an amazing thing to be able to just be so open and get your, uh, your skills and talents out there, but also it's so easy to, you know, type out just something nasty to somebody and just really, you know, make them feel insecure. It's, yeah, it's, you know, it's yeah, I agree. It, again, you know, it's, it's harder to be nasty than it is to be nice, you know. Oh yes. And if you got something nasty to say, you could either construct it like a you know a decent constructive criticism, or just not say anything at all. But people yeah. go straight to the you know the the harsh things, and then even if you are talented, you know sometimes enough bad words can completely flip your brain, and you think, oh maybe it's not for me, and then they they're done with it, and then they could have got further with it. You know, yeah. it's, it's a shame. But yeah, it's again, it's a massive <laughs> social media. It's gray area. It's great to have that connectivity, but also who's in that network of connectivity? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, very true. Pete, did you have more for uh, a step on your line? I actually <laughs> think that was all answered pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I tried to be as, as as clear and concise no, and honest as best I could. <laughs> no, I think that's wonderful. I, I do as well. Absolutely. So I think what we'll we'll start doing we'll start wrapping this down now. Okay. If you're Fantastic. So, so um yeah, feel free to um take time to plug yourself. Plug oh, yourself. let's do some do plugging. You want, you know. All right then. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram as James Alexander underscore VA. Uh, you find me on Twitter at ChewMonster92, which is a C H E W monster. Uh, um, you can. I've just started uh, streaming uh, this past week, so if you want to see me play some video games, doing voice acting and not voice acting, uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Twitch even. Uh, James Alexander VA, all one word. Easy peasy. Easy, easy peasy. And if you just so happen to be into folklore, uh, stories of the mysterious and kind of horror things, I've got a podcast called Marvel's Mysteries and Midlanders, which you can mm -hmm. find on all all your usual uh, podcast platforms. And I think that's it for my plug. I'm James Alexander. Thanks. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely. So um, I will add all of those into the description of this episode. And Thank you so stream, much. So yeah. you can any dif any difficulty, just let me know and I'll uh, send them to you. Of course, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, first of all, just want to say thanks. This has been incredible, obviously. Thank you. Absolute pleasure to... being here. Thank yeah, you. yeah we, we love hearing behind the scenes stuff. Um, like two weeks ago, we had uh, two very uh, high profile music producers uh, Wonderful. on, and they gave us a little peek into that world, you know, video Great. game music. Want, yeah. Oh, brilliant area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like continuing on with that, and it's just. Yeah. 
We've also had a couple of devs on as well who've done like, mm-hmm. story Brilliant. writing, like developing yeah. for like major. Oh yeah. As well, so we're starting to sort of build a backlog of like repertoire. Yeah, you, you, you want delve into. Yeah, you yeah. want you want everybody's side of the story because they're exactly. all involved either way, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, brilliant. It's all important because every, everyone comes together to make games or a project or anything. Exactly. So yeah, everyone mm-hmm. should be seen in the same way, really. So I completely agree, and I love that you you see it that way because mm-hmm. that's why I, I completely agree. Oh, with. definitely. Well, it was like you were saying, you know, like when you play a game, or I know myself before 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 I even came into to video games journalism. Yeah. Uh, I would play a game and I would be like, oh, this is lame. Or, yeah, yeah, oh, this yeah. is great. Mm. But I would never think all the work and the yeah. talent that went into it. Because, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah. it's so many levels. It just, it's it's fascinating. It starts it with a concept and yeah. then it just grows. Oh, it boggles crazy. my mind. I, I yeah. don't have any clue on how to start. Yeah. It's a strange situation when obviously where you sit in there like reviewing a video game, knowing that yeah. every single person has worked on this, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "Do I oh, sit yeah. here and give this a bad review?" Yeah, we, we actually we ha- we have a third co-host. Uh, usually, um, he's a bit caught up right now, but uh, he did he interviewed there. There's a game called Iron and uh, Song of oh. Iron. Song of Iron, uh, and the guy did it all himself, one hundred percent, one percent. Yeah, he's amazing, very yeah. talented. So he inter- he uh, interviews him, does this wonderful, fabulous interview, and then he reviews the game, and he's like, "What am I supposed to do? I know this guy personally." Yeah, it was great. <laughs> great, realized it. Great, come out ten. Just because I like the guy, you know. Yeah. So uh, it is. It is quite yeah, funny. It's it's, it's hard to not you know try, try and not be biased sometimes, especially when yeah you're, you know, yeah yeah got a relationship with the extra person who made it. It's oof, tough. It's tough. <laughs> exactly. It, it can be, but yeah, that's what I try to constructive remember. Constructive criticism is good. Of course, yeah, but that's what to. I try yeah. to remember. Is I try to be constructive, not destructive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. That's exactly. all. That's all you can do. It's the most impressive yeah. thing you can do. You know. Yeah. So. Uh Pete, what about you? Where can they find you out there? Uh, well, so long as you can still find me on the hellscape that is known as Twitter oh, at the moment. <laughs> I'm at- <laughs> well, I'm at Pete Beckett One, which is spelled B E C K E W T, and the number one. You can also listen to me and Mr. Lewin on the uh, Marvel. Uh, oh my god the never watchers podcast i nearly referenced the someone one. else's podcast yes it was i could have mentioned something else but it's fine yeah <laughs> oh, that so is we're, funny. yeah we're gonna be back this week i believe and we're covering moon knight so yeah that's gonna be fun oh wow i want to know i'll tell I'm you afterwards there. i'll tell you everything oh, i already can tell by the tongue <laughs> I'll tell you everything, mate. <laughs> well, maybe that was done for dramatic effects. Oh, gosh. Really there you go. I'm throwing you off. <laughs> uh, Kylie, what about you? Tell us your, your social um, there, Yeah, I, I'll i give you my Twitter, but don't expect much from there. <laughs> it's at Kylie Secret, Kylie, Y-T-H-T-R-E-E-T. And all my wonderful gym pursuits is over on Instagram, at Kylie Yellick, A-I-L-E-Y. Yeah, like it. Think of that one for a second. Uh, there it is. Put that one in the description. Yeah. Now that it's new. Uh, you know. Yeah, there's lots of food pictures and muscle pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Me That's posing. what everybody wants. Yeah, it's everybody's favorite thing. <laughs> they love gym posts. 
Well, yeah, that's basically Instagram for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Makes it's, it's a food, no, my, it's a gym. My, I was to say, my curated list is definitely all that. Um, <laughs> I just made but, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's going to do it for us. Um, we will linger for a couple of minutes over on twitch.tv forward slash rapper reviews. Uh, remember to join us there every week. Um, but for now, we're going to wrap up the show. And we thank you for joining us because, as always, you could spend your time with anybody else. And we're very thankful that you choose to spend it with us. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. And thanks so much to our guests for joining us um, and showing us a little bit about the Thank you so crowd. much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, I've, had a I've had a great time. So thank you. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Uh, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, the wine's kicking in. <laughs> Just now. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, and we will see you, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please follow us on social media at Rapid Reviews UK, or the podcast-specific Twitter at RRRadioPod. Please follow us on Twitch at Rapid Reviews. The music is made by Johnny Atmer. Please check out Gametal on YouTube. And for everything else, please visit www.rapidreviewsuk for all the latest reviews. 